So Father Don begins his uh, annual retreat today, and this is the Sunday where traditionally the pastor comes and preaches about the Bishop's Lenten appeal, but since he's on retreat, he's not going to do that. But that's okay, I have his notes. So I'm going to give you his homily, and, and don't sweat it, I, I heard it twice today. I heard it at the 10.30 Mass. Of course, the second time it was in Spanish, and I don't speak Spanish, so I don't know if that's going to help. But uh, I'm sure many of you remember Mike Sampson. Uh, Mike Sampson came to this parish about um, eight years ago. He was just invited by a friend. He wasn't even baptized at the time. Invited by a friend to come, and uh, he came, and he was really infected by the spirit of this parish. And actually entered the RCIA and was baptized in that very font. And um, of course now he's studying for the priesthood. He felt that call, that vocation call to the priesthood. A year and a half ago he entered the seminary and he was back with us for about two months from Thanksgiving to Christmas this year. It was wonderful just to have him with us. But Mike's not the only one. There are currently 50 men in formation for the priesthood for our diocese alone. And the priesthood isn't cheap. When I was in the seminary almost a decade and a half ago, it was running about $30,000 a year per person. And unlike some of my classmates and some of the other men in my seminary, there was no obligation from Bishop Laverty and now from Bishop Burbage on the men who are studying for the priesthood. They don't pay a penny and they're not on the hook for a dime, even if, for some reason, they don't go all the way to ordination. And what makes that possible is each and every one of you and your participation in the Bishop's Lenten Appeal, that opportunity for all of us to support those diocesan ministries that don't get supported directly through parish collections. And of course, we have today Jesus in the synagogue and he's teaching with authority and he's healing those who are in need. And that ministry of Christ, the reason that this is not just a talk that we do at the end of Mass, the reason that this really is a homily, is because the BLA is our way as members of this community to participate in another way, to give something sacrificial of ourselves, to continue that healing and teaching ministry that Christ gave to his church and that continues today in the Diocese of Arlington through the support of the Bishop's Lenten Appeal. It is the largest single financial support that our diocese gets. And as I said, it supports seminary formation and the formation of the permanent diaconate. It also uh, is supporting of the many other diocesan ministries that we have. Our youth and young adult and campus ministry offices are supported by the BLA, which allows us to have chaplains at George Mason and Mary Washington, as well as a full-time chaplain at Fairfax, at Fairfax Hospital, so that there is a Catholic chaplain available at places where people are most in need. When people are sick, and suffering and need the healing of Christ, there is a chaplain there. And sadly, it is true that most of our young Catholics, 
they begin to drift away from the faith in, in high school and in college. I know I did when I was in high school. When I was 17 years old, I started lying to my parents and telling them that I was going to Mass when I was actually going over to a friend's house. But we have such a vibrant youth and young adult ministry in this diocese that begins as early as middle school and provides middle schoolers and high schoolers, and I can tell you as a, as a three-year high school chaplain, the support that the Office of Young Adults and Youth, and I can never remember the order that they have them, but they do great work. The Office of Family Life is such an important part of our diocese, assisting us with marriage preparation and the conferences for the engaged, but not only that. Project Gabriel allows those young women who find themselves in a crisis pregnancy with somewhere to go, a way to get support, housing, medical care, even something as simple as, as diapers and a layette and the things that they need for a newborn child, and a place that lets them know that they have support. It makes it possible for them to choose life, which we speak so eloquently about. And here's how we, we walk the walk. And of course, Project Rachel, which is there for those women and men who are seeking healing after what had to have been the most devastating and difficult decision they've made in their life. The church here to remind them that there is nothing they can do that can separate them from the love of God if they are willing to seek him out. Yes, my friends, there is so much good work that is done through the BLA. Three summers in a row while I was chaplain at John Paul, I was able to take students down to the Dominican Republic so that they could get an understanding of what life is like in not even an emerging economy. And we support two mission parishes down there with two full-time priests that provide sacramental, financial, and spiritual support to over 20,000 subsistence farmers. All of these programs are made possible by your contributions to the BLA. Now, I know Father Don promises that he'll only talk about money twice a year. Once in the fall when he talks about the needs of the parish, and this year, at least all of you, you're only going to hear it from him once because you get to hear it from me once when we talk about the needs of our diocese and the BLA. Now, today I'm asking you, as Father Don has asking you, and as the bishop is asking you, and as I'm throwing stuff all over the place, to make a pledge. Now, hopefully you have already received something in your mail. Uh, I know I did a couple of weeks ago. Father Don did the annual BLA mailer. There's also a... Um, a BLA information sheet in all of our bulletins, so here's another excuse to take the bulletin home with you today. See, I threw that down too. I'm just, I'm no good, please help me. Help me by giving to the BLA so that I can get the help I need. Now I try, I actually went online and tried to make my uh, pledge yesterday. I'm not exactly sure if it worked because something weird happened on my phone. Uh, but then I saw a charge on my credit card, so I don't know if that's last year's last payment for the BLA or this year's first payment. I think it's last year's because I traditionally increase my BLA contribution year over year. If you've never given before, we ask you to give this year. If you've given before, we ask you to just maybe 
increase that sacrificial gift just a little bit. Because this year, as is every year, we have a $300,000 matching gift for every new pledge and every increase over last year's pledge that anyone makes. So if you've never given before, if you give to the BLA to this year, 100% will be matched by this matching gift. And if you've given before and you increase that sacrificial offering, then that increase will be matched. Now, Father Don's big on making one big lump sum payment, which you can do. Me, I like to make a payment every month. I do it for two reasons. First of all, it's a reminder to me every month that I'm making this, this sacrificial gift in support of our diocese. But secondly, it actually allows me to give just a little bit more. You know, if maybe you could give $200 a year in one lump sum, maybe you could, you know, bump that up to $25 in 10 equal payments but it's a way to give. And last year, in the midst of a raging pandemic, this parish made its BLA goal. Some of the bigger and wealthier parishes didn't, and that's amazing. And this year, the BLA goal is the same. It had, Bishop didn't increase it this year on us. It's $280,000. And last year, we made 100% of that financial goal. But what we would really like to do is make a goal of 100% participation. And whether that's big participation or small participation, $1 or $1,000, only 21% of our parish gave last year to the BLA. Imagine what we could do with 100%. Because in addition to the other support, the BLA supports Catholic charities and allows them continue to do their good work just as we have done good work during this year. And so we ask you to please give generously and be intentional. After Mass, when you go home, we ask you to go online and pledge through our website. I think there's actually, I found it, a button on the main page. So it's that easy to do. Now, earlier today, Father Don was talking about going home and hunkering down in the blizzard. I don't know about you, I'm very disappointed in this storm. I was looking for a big, heavy snowfall so that I could have hot chocolate and wrap myself up in a blanket and enjoy myself, and it was kind of disappointing. But you can still do all that. And while you're doing it, consider your pledge to the Bishop's Lenten Appeal. I know nobody likes to hear the priest preach on money, but it is an important thing that we do. And I can remember as a child, every year, my dad making his weekly contribution to our parish and then his annual gift to the diocese. It wasn't easy. He had 11 children he was trying to feed. But he did it because he recognized that all of the good things he had came from God. And he also recognized that God repays to the full the generosity of his people. And so, my friends, I thank you for your continued support of this parish. None of this would be possible without you. You make St. Charles happen. And you help make the Diocese of Arlington happen. And when you do that, you help bring the good news of Jesus Christ to Northern Virginia and to the whole world.